Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. We are once again graced by the presence of Mr. Luke here for, I guess, NBA Wednesday. We're a day late, but uh, yeah, we'll just jump right in. Let's talk basketball. Uh, Luke, what's your take on It's been two weeks since we did this, so I know we've got a, we've got a lot of catching up to do in terms of standings talk and around the league chatter, but, uh, but what's standing out to you the most? Um, you know, I just pulled up the standings here. Um, I guess I'll just name off just to preface just the top couple uh teams from each conference. But in the east, we got Celtics, uh, number one seed, Nets at two, Bucks at three, uh, Sixers at four. That seems pretty normal compared to last time we talked. I think the Cavs might have been up there at like three, something like that. But yeah, I mean, as for the east, game back too, so. Yeah, yeah. Cavs are still up there. So I don't know. I, as for the East, I don't think much has really changed. Um, the West, however, the Nuggets are still holding it down. The one, I know the Pelicans, I think um, a couple weeks ago, they had the one for, you know, however long. Um, Grizz at two, Pelicans at three, Mavs at four somehow, which is basically the Dallas Luka, but it's another <laughs> story. Um, and the Kings at five. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not really surprised at, at these standings right now, but, you know, we still got a lot of season to go. Um, the Suns are, uh, you know, holding down the seventh spot. Also not very surprising. Um, I'll save my son slander for later in this discussion. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, nothing really too crazy. I I know before the season started, um, as well with you, Caleb, we were pretty high on the Timberwolves. They're at the nine seed right now, which is kind of disappointing. But, you know, I mean, I think they're still trying to figure things out. So, yeah, other than that, um, I'll let you guys take the floor. I I got really nothing, nothing, nothing too surprising so far. Yeah, I mean, I think preseason I was I was high on the Cavs and the T-Wolves for sure. And it looks like I've hit on one of them. (laughs) Um, But in terms of the last two weeks, I mean, some big headlines obviously Luca's 60 20 10 game um which by freak chance I had the chance I literally watched the whole game um and if you guys knew how often I actually sit and watch an entire NBA game <laughs> that's right, pretty LeBron. rare <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I'm not saying I predicted it was gonna happen man. I'm mm, just saying I was there to witness it all right um, all right I can respect that yeah yeah you know I I, I saw him warming up I was like all right, he, he's gonna put up wilt numbers tonight so you know, yeah. right, right. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. but I mean, I guess I pose the question to you guys. What, what, what do you have another MVP case outside of Luca that is like valid at this point? If he's going to, I mean, he dropped like 50 the night after that too. So that's my There's question. Valid There's valid cases. Statistically, but do, you think, do you guys think he's the front runner? I guess would be my first question. He's my MVP. You know, in my opinion, um, I don't think the Sixers are high enough that Embiid gets it. However, I believe Embiid is like, I know he's leading the East in terms of points per game. I'd have to double check the numbers with Luca, but he's averaging almost 34. Um, look, I, I think really it's it's going to be a battle, in my opinion, at the end between Luca and Embiid. I understand the Tatum talk, but in the same breath, the Celtics were in the Eastern Finals last year. Well, they won the Eastern Conference spot. They are in the finals last year. Um, Jason Tatum is not doing anything that we haven't really seen. We know he's a dynamic scorer. We knew he was going to keep kind of improving those numbers. Um, and they got a lot around him. And when you look at the Sixers right now, personally, I think their starting five is fantastic. I don't think they have a whole lot of depth. I mean, when your best bench guys are uh, 
Montrez Harrell and D'Anthony Melton, who I actually kind of liked when he was with the Grizzlies, but really hasn't been that good with the Sixers. Um, that's not what the Celtics got. I mean, they got Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench. I think he could start for like half teams in the NBA. So realistically, uh, I think Embiid should get more love. Definitely love the idea that Luka gets his first MVP. I mean, he's, in my eyes, been who's around him, man. He's been like the, the, the upper guy in the NBA, in my opinion. I know that's probably a hot take, but there's, he's like top three and he's not three. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, Luke, what's your, what's your thoughts, man? Yeah. Cause I don't want to hype him up too much. Cause there's a lot of talent in the NBA. Um, yeah. I mean, take it away. I think I couldn't agree more. I mean, Luke, I think Luca and Embiid got my, my top two spots. Um, I was on the Tatum train at first because I feel like this season, like, I, I guess the Boston Celtics kind of came out and established himself as like a top three team in the league that, which they, I believe they still are, but I, I don't know. Tatum, he he's very good. I, I think he'll be top five for the rest of the year in the MVP race. But when you compare him to guys like Embiid and Luca, like, you know, Tatum is so good, but he's not doing anything too, too crazy. Like we kind of have, you know, he's, he's grown to become this player and we kind of expect this now, which I think is kind of unfair, but then you look at guys like Luca, you know, I, I think Luca is just far and away, at least right now, the MVP for sure. It, it doesn't even matter what, how his team, you know, is right now. I mean, the fact that they're a four seed and he's, you know, surrounded by the cast <laughs> he's surrounded with, I mean, yeah, I, and like you said about the Sixers, you know, their starters aren't too bad. But, I mean, yeah, we got people like D'Anthony Melton, George's Niang. Like, come on. Yeah, come we're, on. We're, <laughs> you know, like, I, I will give it to Embiid. He's, I think he's probably the second leading scorer in the league uh, opposed to Luka. But, I don't know. I mean, I think it's all going to come down to if the Mavericks can actually produce some real success with basically just Luca. I mean, I think you're forced to give it to Luca at that point, but if they kind of start to drop down or if he gets injured or something like that, I think they'll probably end up giving it to MB just because I think the Sixers are a lock for a top five seed in the East. So I don't know that that's my take, but yeah, as of right now, man, Luca, Luca magic. That's all I got to say. He's, incredible we're gonna be talking about this guy when we're you know our parents age like he's gonna be like the larry bird of this generation i keep saying it and he's just proving it right every single night so yeah they're gonna say the kids are gonna say he was playing against plumbers and we're gonna be like that's what we said too man but then it happened again and then Mm -hmm. oh man i didn't even think about that but uh the other (laughs) highlight of the last two weeks uh, Donovan Mitchell goes for 71 against the Bulls. So, yeah. Oh, gee. I got a story. I got a story about <laughs> right. this. Man. Okay. Right, so this, you know, this is our NBA usually Tuesday podcast. I, I'm not condoning or advocating sports gambling, but let's just say that I got into the uh, prize picks life a couple weeks ago. Oh, and, man. You we got to catch up, man. Yeah. yeah. Prize it picks was... life is the best life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You already know. But anyway, so, you know, Donovan, I guess he had some uh, he put some, you know, Michael Jordan juice in his in his milk for breakfast that morning or what. But 
Yeah, so I'm looking at the lines on prize picks. I got a pretty good parlay going, like five-legger, you know, nothing crazy. And then I see Donovan Mitchell, points, rebounds, assists. I think it was sitting at like 34 and a half. I was like, oh, yeah, that's an under. Like, I'll take that under. And oh. next thing you know, oh. <laughs> he, ended up, he ended up with 82, 82, like, combined. So I'm just sitting there looking <laughs> at my phone like, wow, like, this might be the bad, like, the worst beat in the history of beats. <laughs> So that's not a bad beat. That's a bad take. That's just the yeah. worst. That's the worst undertake. I yeah, and the the fact that I think uh, Garland wasn't even playing that night. I don't know. It was my second day on Prize Picks in my defense, so I was just feeling ballsy. <laughs> but you know, I I don't think I'll be betting the under on Donovan Mitchell anytime soon. But no, as man, for that you... game, man, he I, I I didn't watch the entire game, but if I'm not mistaken, I think they uh they pulled off the comeback and like I forget they're down like 17 or something like that. No, he literally did the same thing that Luca did and hit like a weird tip in to force yeah. overtime. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, um, yeah. But yeah, if you, if for the snipes out there, uh, basically if you ever see Jimmy Butler's PRA uh, hovering around 35, just take the under. It's gonna hit like 65 percent of the time because uh, he just goes out and does cardio. So yep. that's for, for the snipers. Didn't last night, last, last night, bro, put the team on his back. He had like 35 points alone. That's uh, a, a very rare occasion. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. <laughs> playoffs, it's a different story. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had to turn off the Cavs game after I think it was overtime and he hit like a second three, just like right in somebody's face. And obviously I'm a Bulls fan. And I was like, I can't watch this crap anymore. So I turned it off, but Yeah. Christian, your thoughts on Mitchell joining the 70 club? Overrated. Um, I don't know. I'm going to sound like a hater <laughs> even talking about this, but like, uh, I don't think Luca needed overtime to do what, we, do what he did. He did. And all right. Well, maybe he did. <laughs> but in terms of like what Donna Mitchell did, and uh, just, just bear with me, man, because I don't want to just shred your bowls. I was refraining. No, go ahead, because they deserve it. But, like, you just signed Levine to a Supermax, and now they're all, like, what I'm hearing from the organization is he's butting heads with Billy Donovan, doesn't like DeMar's getting the preferential treatment, which DeMar kind of earned rightfully so, but that's a story for another day. Um, it wasn't, like, crazy shocking. Like, like this is kind of what the Bulls do. I mean, I even remember like the the Timberwolves like kind of being like they they had a whole bunch of like imploding, I guess, during that game when the Timberwolves hung like fifty on them without go. I know Gobert doesn't contribute to scoring, but like the Bulls have had issues all year, so to, like see somebody go for seventy on the Bulls wasn't surprising. Um, it, nonetheless, it is a great accomplishment by Donovan Mitchell. Let me get this straight. There's like less than ten guys that have ever scored seventy points ever, but you weren't surprised by it, LeBron. Um, it, listen, <laughs> just man, listen, throw it, back, man. it happened like a week after the whole Luca thing. So it was just kind of like, I guess, diminished in my eyes and in the same breath. Like we just talked about, like where the Cavs are at. I mean, they're going to do things in the East, but it doesn't really change the whole outlook for me. I've seen him drop 50 in the playoffs, close to 60, getting 70 in the regular season. It was like, yeah, like I know this is what Donovan Mitchell can do. I know he's an elite scorer. That does not – I don't have any problems with it. I'm just going to keep going back to the fact that they have – when they're starting five and they come down to the playoff, wire to wire, they're, all their starters getting like 40 minutes a game, 
Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell, if I'm looking at that with the Sixers with James Harden, he's going to cook every both those guys. doesn't matter who's on them. Look at the Bucs. Drew Holiday's like 6'4", probably close 6'5", and defensively he's going to halt. Like, they got problems, and so if they're going to hinge it on Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland's scoring playmaking abilities, um, that's not going to go very far. And we're already kind of seeing it. The Nets leapfrogging them. Bucks have been kind of dipping lately due to health issues, but Celtics are already there. I expect the Sixers to stay above them, you know, past the All-Star break and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, again, it sounds like I'm just hating. Like, it's it's a great feat, but it's also like it's Donovan Mitchell. Like, that, that's what he's elite at is just scoring the basketball. I don't think it changes anything postseason-wise for the Cavs. I would agree that's, with that. That's a fair take. Um, you know what I mean? Like, we, we talk about this all the time. There's 82 games in a regular season. Great feat. But what what does it really mean? Well, I mean. I think well, it was just for the clout, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it really, <laughs> it really yeah. was. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just, have an MVP just, case right now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he doesn't, but he's, I mean, I would assume he's somewhere in the top 10 race on whatever website that is. But he's not yeah, going to win sure. it over Luka, no. Sure. No, I, I just can't um, say I'm surprised this happened against the Bulls. That that is just I mean, if I if neither I had was to guess, I, man. like neither was I. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I will say I, I I would take Mitchell's seventy point game over Booker's, but we don't need to talk about that. But you know. I mean he, he put in yeah. like Mitchell like led a seventeen point comeback, hits the you know, the game tying to send it to overtime, right? Or like when Book scored seventy, it was just like he was running up his stats. Uh, same thing with David Robinson in the last game of the regular season. We all, I'm assuming we all know that story. Um, so I, it was – nonetheless, this was an incredible performance, right? Like the, the game was actually on the line when he was getting all these points late. Um, and so – That is cool, yeah. You know, it wasn't – happening against the Bulls, so yeah, it takes yeah. away some clout. <laughs> Did Booker lose that? Didn't he lose one of those games? I don't know. If oh, I'm pretty sure they lost game. bad against the Celtics. Yeah, I, I, I it think was, he might have put up a crazy against... stat line and they still lost. I was like, yeah. okay, well. Because he didn't have Chris Paul or uh, – Yeah, they DeAndre lost by Aiden, 10. Man. They lost by 10. Jeez. Hmm. That's That's, that is crazy. That is tough. Um, I think but, you brought up right. the – you brought up the Nets earlier. Just, just want to touch on this real quick. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen, but Kevin Durant, I think it was a like sprained PCL or something like that. So, I think last thing I saw, um, he's going to be out like for two like weeks. two to yeah, two three weeks or so. So, yeah. I mean, the the Nets are only one game up on the Bucks, man. I I don't know. I don't know if Kyrie can put everyone in the backpack. I I kind of expect them to, you know. I, I still think they'll win a couple games, but I wouldn't be surprised if they drop down to like the five seed, man. Like the Nets are, they kind of need someone like KD, bro. Because man, KD that has doesn't been really bother me though. It, it doesn't. Like if they're at five, I think by the end of the season they still work their way back up in the top four. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I think you can make the case that if dropping, you know, five to six, that might even be better for them. But eh, I can mean, I just can I just say I. Uh, uh, I'm not bought in on the Nets, man. I, I'm in terms of when it comes to April and May, and and if they, I don't think they'll make it to June. I'm not bought in. I don't see them beating Boston, Miami, or Milwaukee, or Philadelphia. Not Miami, but I, I they can win as many. They're, they're, I'm, I'm starting to put them in a Suns category, but they're obviously better than the Suns of 19 or 2020 uh, or 2021. Sorry, um, but I, I'm just not bought in. I don't think they're good good enough defensively. 
That's, that's a fair, fair take. Yeah, I just fair. think they actually have a coach now. I think that makes oh, they're definitely they definitely made massive improvements, but I just don't see like, them coming out of the East. Yeah, I mean they they have to rely so heavily on guys like KD and Kyrie, and it's like you know if those guys are both a cold on a cold night, I mean, I don't know that that that's the only thing that worries me. These got KD and Kyrie are so good; they're top of the league in talent, but. Man, if they're you know if they're going through a cold streak or injuries, like I said, like if KD was to get injured at the beginning of the playoffs, oh, what, are gonna, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I think for other teams like the Celtics, like if Tatum or Brown was to go down, I think they definitely still have a fighting chance. But I don't know. I, I think the Nets are really good, but the longevity of it. I mean, we're we're still only in January, so. I don't know. I'm ex- I'm excited to see where they where they go. I'd love to see KD make a playoff run because watching him in the playoffs is is you know always fun. But oh, that's surgical. Yeah. Oh, it's he's insane. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. Um, so we're getting to that point in the year. The first uh, All Star feedback voting fee- fan voting feedback has come out, and uh, I do want to hear guys' takes. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on fan voting being a thing? Um, considering that Kavon Looney made the top 10 uh, for front court in the West. I mean, that's always been a thing. We've dealt with Zaza Pachulia and <laughs> that's, uh, that's really the biggest uh, in terms of like fan voting, you know, examples as it gets. Um, and we know obviously by the time the all-star game comes around the media and the coaches or whatever, they make up like 67% of the voting. So Fad voting is always going to be alarming. Um, but in terms of like who should actually be the starters, uh, I would love to hear your guys' input. Um, I think the East, in terms of front court, if there's any pushback. Oh, it gets interesting. Uh, it does. I, I think it gets interesting. Court. What do you mean? It's Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. And if any of you guys have anything different, I'd love to hear. Where? What about uh, KD? Uh, KD is literally hurt, but all right. And well, I'm pretty yes. sure KD yes. is literally in terms of the MVP ladder on all those guys is below him. points. Uh, rebound, I'm pretty assists, sure he's like, number two on the MVP ladder before he got. It, if you look at like, I mean, if you look on like what mainstream NBA, you know, dot com or you just reference, like, you just reference the MVP ladder. <laughs> no, but like in terms of like actual, like look at the stats, bro. Like in terms of what he's got points wise, rebounds, assists. Comparative to Embiid, Giannis, and Tatum. Now, nah, I'm not going to give it to a guy that's hurt over dudes that have been balling all year. I mean, Giannis uh, has put him like 50 every other night, man. Embiid, we know, is leading the East in scoring. And then you got Jason Tatum, who we all said was like beginning of the year. wasn't even... KD has never held that MVP spot all year long. I love KD, too. He's literally four, but he in all the statistical categories, he's below like, if you guys want to prove me wrong and go look for a reason, go for it. But numbers will prove that all day long. Man. I think I think the only reason I, I got for Giannis and Bead and KD as my front is first off, KD has a million more votes than Jason Tatum. I don't know if that actually has that you know, any say. That has no voting. No, I don't care about NBA Twitter. Also, also on the basketballreference.com MVP race, I had to look that up. KD is sitting at four, Tatum sitting at six. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that this is like a valid case, like, oh, this is why whoever should be over whoever, but 
I mean, I think it's I think it could go either way. KD's been on so many so many All Star teams. Like Tatum, I, I'm sure he's. I don't know how many All Star starts that he's gotten, but I think it could go either way. But I think as for like a debate, like you know, starter wise, at least I think the East the East front court, like you were saying earlier, is the only real debate. I think everything else kind of falls into place pretty nice. Anthony day to day Davis. I mean, who knows if he'll even be able to play in the all-star game, but yeah, but he gets that spot. I don't, I don't don't know if it's a shoe in um, because of injury. So my front court, I I have Tatum, uh, Giannis and B because KD is hurt. And I think that's going to honestly make the difference when it comes to this. Um, Cause we're getting so close to the all-star game. Um, but who's your guys's uh, backcourt then for the East? Harden and Trey Young. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, I was not, I was yeah. not, not expecting, expecting that. that at all. Okay. First of yeah. all, I was, I, the first thing when you said, what do you guys have? I'm just curious what you guys have. Tyree, backcourt East. Tyree and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, uh, I, Kyrie, I think, yeah. is a lock, but I, for some reason, yeah. as soon as you said guards Eastern Conference, I was the first words I was about to blurt out was definitely not James Harden. But <laughs> I mean, that's I, okay. surprising from you. Yeah, well, I know, but uh, it's a it's a different James Harden than his glory days now. But I, I think he's still very good. But it's a more efficient regardless, I I think Donovan Mitchell, especially with the seventy point game, is going to get a lot of. You know, mention that's why that's why I put him there. And then Kyrie, I mean, it's it's Kyrie. So I don't know. So are you guys just like voting on clouts? Are you actually looking at like what they're doing every game and not just like occasionally? I I mean, Kyrie's the number one leader in votes for the backcourt. So I don't know why we're like why are we why are we why are we giving into the fan voting? Why are we doing this? Um, <laughs> I think Kyrie's back. I'm just telling you, just telling you that there's millions 10. of people who agree with us. That's all. I'm people saying. are avoiding with their vote. Trey Young Kyrie. hasn't even played half the season. Like we're giving hard. That is, that's not even true. That's Trey, like literally not even true. Trey Young, I haven't heard a thing about him all year. They're under 500. Yeah, but in terms of like numbers, like in terms of like what the guards have been doing, like. Kyrie himself, like, I, oh, man. Mitchell's I having the best year of his career. To be like, to be quite frank with you guys, I really don't care about the All-Star game whatsoever. I think it's just a legacy builder. I think whoever makes it, like, oh, yeah, add that to the stat sheet. Guys like Giannis, KD, whatever. Yeah, it's a good game to watch, but, like, honestly, I, I really don't care. But as for Trey Young, man, I – I don't know. My opinion about him this year has changed. He is having a decent year, but defensively, that is Trey Young and defense do not belong in the same sentence. <laughs> and the Hawks as a whole are just brutal. Literally, all I've heard this year is the beef with Trey Young and the coach. I don't think that's still happening, but that's all I've heard. I've heard him in some trade rumors, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I respect like your it's... take, Chen, but you know, I will not. I will not be endorsing Trey in my All Star starter spot. For so sure. are these are these our all star starter spots or our predictions? I'm I was looking at his predictions. Man. Yeah, I, I was went, looking at his predictions. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yes, I am predicting that Donovan Mitchell will be the starter and Kyrie. <laughs> Y'all just passing over James Harden like that, man. 
I, I mean, think hey, he's, he's there. I think yeah, James Harden think and he's... Mitchell are interchangeable. I think they're interchangeable, but because Bro, of like the he, he just gets game. these casual triple doubles, like pretty consistently this year. And oh, yeah, now, like, oh, now, you know what? All of a sudden, we got... want to talk about the value of a triple double. Huh? You see this? You see this poster? Uh, you see this poster in my uh, background? That's James that? Money Harden, buddy. That's, that's my favorite Brooklyn player. Nets but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm, don't look at that, but I, I got that in their heydays. I'm but, going yeah. to fight this mainstream idea. You guys are just like, because Donovan Mitchell dropped 70, now he's a shoe. No, I would have put him there anyways. I put him there because he's having the best year of his career, and he's taking the Cavs to a top four or five seed, depending on how it plays out, from a bot, from an eight seed last year. I mean, yeah. And I do agree with that, Caleb, but Christian, like, I, I feel like – it, we're talking about the all-star game here. Like the all-star game is when, you know, pe- they go out and each team drops 150 points, just does a bunch of crazy stuff. Giannis tries yeah. to dunk on Curry every year. And I feel like the whole, like, I feel like that's the point. They're looking for guys who do crazy historic stuff like Luca. He's an insta lock. Um, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I guess that's somewhat historic, but I think they're looking like that, that, at least the way I see it is they're looking for the craziest dunkers, the craziest scores, like boom, that Harden, he's having a good year. He's not the flashiest he's ever been. Trey Young's also having a good year, but I don't know. I, I just think if you're not, if you haven't had that major headline about you this whole year, you're, you're cooked. You might make the team, but you ain't starting. I don't know. That might but, be a hot like that. Okay, so I guess what you guys are saying now is it's what you like, what you just think is like what the fans are going to vote, and not like your of like who I would have in the All Star game is what I'm hearing. If it was I who think, I would have, that then we could have a real discussion. But I that's sure what was my discussion is like if if you're making your All Star like five, you know, five on each conference lineup. Oh, give season. me James Harden over Mitchell. What the heck? Yeah, I'm doing that in an instant. But I'm all just, right. Yeah, I, because I'm not Mitchell's got a lot more help take. around him too. He's got he's got Garland, he's got Mobley, he's got Jared Allen, he's got. I, Lillard, I don't know. Kevin Love. I don't know. Did so you really just on. say that? I don't know Did if you're really, allowed to say we that. We just said Embiid was an MVP front runner, and he's got Harden. And then who's next? Tobias Maxie? Harris. Maxie's been a fine, inefficient yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, is Embiid better and then or worse Tucker? than every player on the Cavs? He is better, but they don't have a team, man. I just brought this up earlier. They don't have a bench. And the Cavs can go seven or eight deep. They're getting Ricky Rubio back. I know that's going to be their nine or tenth guy, but it's like your sixth, seventh man is going to be like Kevin Love and then whoever, Karis LeVert or whoever, on top of Garland, Mitchell. Your point in Mowgli, my eyes is Jared Allen. They have like three case. or four all-stars. You're giving Mitchell a better case all-stars. by saying that they have three or four all-stars on the Cavs roster? Uh, yeah, if all those guys are playing at their peak, Jared Allen at a point was. Evan Mobley, when he's not 20 years old, will be. But even right now in this season, he's having, like, a great year. Darius Garland. Like, you can't tell me that roster is not – is it is better than what the Sixers got. It's just the Sixers have better star talent. And I'm saying that star talent should be in the game, not Donovan Mitchell, who we know is going to get eliminated in the second round like he does every single year. But yeah, you guys keep campaigning for him. We're talking, we're talking about him playoffs. We're talking about failing in the playoffs, and we're arguing for James Harden. I mean, he gets to the oh, conference finals go. at least. <laughs> he at least gets there. Yeah, he didn't have Donovan Rudy Mitchell Gobert, can't get there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He had PJ Tucker at center. 
regardless, I feel like this is yeah. not this does not need to be that heated of a debate over <laughs> no, star no, that's what I mean. Like, what, it was just all of a sudden push. What? I'm not even a hardened fan. We're gonna push back on the fact that Bro's having a great year. No one pushed back. That's why I'm confused. Why you're so fired up? He's. I literally said he's my number three. I just put Mitchell. I didn't hear that. I just heard it was like, yeah, it will be there. And I could give unlimited hot takes about Harden, but I'm gonna keep him in my heart because you know that is just. Yeah, I have way more. I have way more of a problem with the Trey Young pick than the James Harden. Yeah, that that's kind of out of pocket. I for a start. I mean, Trey Young's uh, averaging like 27 this year, bro. Again, got to a conference. So is Donovan Mitchell. Okay. What do you not understand about how the All Star game has nothing to do with previous playoff performances? Who do you guys have for the West? To the West. To the West. Um, Andrew Wiggins is up there. Here's my five for the West. Please don't put Wiggins in, bro. We're not putting. I'm If any of you guys say Wiggins, I'm. I'm looking at the. You guys can take the rest of it, man. Here's my five. No for the way. West. Here's my five for the great. West, and this is going on the fact that Curry is hurt. Uh, one, Luca. Two, Shy. Three, LeBron. Four, Zion. Five, Jokic. Yeah, I can't really argue with that. I mean, once AD comes back, he can take Zion's spot, but the, uh, it's yeah, really just. I think that's uh, about it. I think Shy and, and Ja are kind of interchangeable, but I think this year I'd want to lean to Shy more just because he's having an amazing year. Shy's um, got like 31 a game and he's playing with the Thunder. <laughs> I got I gotta give I, bro that. I get yeah, I would give it to Shy over Ja, but yeah, I think that I think I would say And I know I know Steph's on top of the fan voting, but I, he's not I don't even know if he's gonna be healthy. Like well, I don't know his timetable. I'd have to look it up. Even but, numbers wise, he's he's number three. I, I can't I actually think the front court – or not front court, back court for the West is like – if it's not Luka and Shy, uh, I feel like it, there's definitely bias, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Pick out Westbrook up here at number six and fan voting. That's, <laughs> oh that's what, we can't look at this, bro. It's oh, like man. fan voting is like LeBron, Curry, AD, uh, Wiggins, Draymond. Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, like it's just a popularity contest. Yeah, you're not. What, okay, so why are you acknowledging it? That's Who's why I don't five? like. That's why I don't like the All Star Game because that's what that's. Yeah, no, was, I'm saying like in terms of like my five best players in the East and West, like that's what I'm getting. That's all. Who's your five from really. the West? The same. Yeah, the the same. Okay. If if AD's healthy, he takes Zion's spot, but he's been down an extended period of time, so I'd remove him. But he had an MVP case before he went down. Okay, Luke, yours was the same. Yeah, all right. I just hope that right. my boy, that's our boy debate, Tyrese man. Halliburton gets a bench spot at the end of the bench. Oh, yeah, he's making he all deserves, it. Yeah, so. that's that's robbery, man. Yeah, that's. All I, I think he has a better case than Trey Young. No, go, go check his stats, man. Just go check his stats, bro. Oh, no. we'll right, that was a too. joke. You guys keep hating. That bro. was a joke. Come on. I know. You can laugh. Jeez. Uh, all right. Let, let's transition to. I don't know how we just got so heated over an all star start. I'm not oh. mad, bro. I'm just campaigning my case. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> you oh, asked for a show. That's I'm giving you a show. It's yeah. good to be back. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. We need the pushback, right. man. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm, we need it. Mm-hmm. All right. 
so who he played for. We're, we're gonna we're gonna try and stump the human encyclopedia and get mad about that. Oh, so oh, oh whoa, we're going right here. Um, okay. All right, uh, Luke, you're the guest. You can go first. All right, so let me pull this up here. Right. And boom. All right. So um I I used to give Christian the benefit of the doubt and used to tell him the years. I think it goes without saying that years are off the table. Yeah. Um ah, so geez. I will I will say this this player is on the younger side. Um, you say, why would you say that? Why? Oh well, you could take that a couple ways, but it's okay. Th- this one's this one's kind of easy. The next one, I I dug deep again. Uh, you guys know me, but anyway. So, not so many teams for this guy. Um, he was drafted by the Hornets and traded on draft night to the Clippers. And I think he might have had a little stint in the G League, and eventually was traded to the Thunder, where he plays today. So. Oh, sorry. Who was he traded to on draft? Drafted by the Hornets and then traded to the Clippers? Yep. This should be and... a gimme. Um, what? Yeah, I... man. I'm not really Say sure it again. It Say it again. Gimme. Go through it one more time. Sorry. We have a he year here. Drafted by the Hornets and traded to the Clippers on draft night and was eventually traded after, I think, a year to the Thunder where he now plays. When I say, I mean, when I thought of this guy for this, I thought it would either stump you or you'd get it right away. Oh, this, this there's is no easy. years. Okay. All right. Younger, nope, I got it. Younger side. You, you do got it. Uh, I, I think so. I also preface by saying when I said drafted by the Hornets and traded, I was just trying to throw you guys off. I, the Hornets have nothing to do. It's clear. I, I would funny. say this is just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, uh, I'm going to guess shy because I'm, Pretty sure he played somewhere else, and that's what I'm assuming we're going after here. But I did not no know answer. he played for the Clippers. Yeah, Shy is my final answer. Christian? Yeah, no, I, I remember Shy. He was he was with the uh Lou Will days of the Clippers. They like actually kind of hung in there with KD and yep. old KD Warriors days. Uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, if it's not Shy, then Kynrick Williams is my next guest. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's, it's I don't know shy, a whole lot of Thunder players, man. Yeah, we were, we were talking about him earlier, and I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people just don't realize he played on the Clippers. I remember using him in 2K off the bench. Like, I, I don't know. So I thought he would be a cool one, nothing too crazy. But, yeah, you guys can – I don't know who's up next, but go for it. All right, all right. Um, uh, I dug deep for this one. I'm a preface for that. But, uh, okay, oh, and, and, and I'll give the years, uh, if you guys can't get it, because I'm going to be shocked if you guys get this one, man. But um, mm-hmm. drafted by the Bulls. Originally, he played four seasons there. And then for the last two years, he's been with the New York Knicks. You did not just pull on my guys. Oh, my. No way. I know exactly who this is, too. Hint, Bulls. Luke, he's white. Bulls to the Knicks. No Bulls way. Knicks. Is that because yeah, you sorry, prepped him or you actually know it? I did know it, uh, but I figured I would use it because I was like, even though he's a no name to them, like he played for the Bulls. So you guys get some know. some years. Uh, drafted by the Bulls in 2017, then went to the Knicks in 2021, and he's still there. Jeez, oh, white dude. 
Mm. Uh, NCAA tournament legend. Maybe not legend, um, but that's where you'll know him best from. Wow. Um, I, um, I'm trying to think of any Bulls to Knicks players. I don't know if I'm just – Bro's got a football or... number, and it's not Taj Gibson. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> when, I, when I say football number, it's like above like 30, 40. And I feel like that's a major hint. I can't really give any more. It's yeah. not even my guy. It's good. I'm guy. just, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I can't just blanking it. right now. I don't know how uh, I don't know this. He was, he played for Villanova. Villanova. I'm going to be so mad once I, once I hear this, I bulls to Knicks. He's clearly not a starter. He's just riding the bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's way down there. But deep, yeah, deep on the bench. Okay. <laughs> Averaging two there. and a half minutes per game this year. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Classic Bulls draft pick. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I don't it know. is a classic Bulls draft pick, but it's Ryan Archidiak now. Oh God. Okay. Well, Villanova should have gave it away. That, that was those are actually some good hits, but yeah, I haven't thought about that name in years. It's, you know? Since the tournament. Yeah, probably since the tournament. So yeah, that was a good one though. Good All stuff. Right. All right. I cannot believe Christian got that. It's all good, man. You know yeah, my goes. apologies, Luke. Uh, that was clearly meant for a different level of difficulty that uh, we both have. Yeah. To I just need to once once we keep doing this every week. Yeah, I'll I'll get back in the swing of things. But yeah, that was that was bad. Anyway, let's go. I think you guys should be able to get this one. Um, He was drafted by the Hawks in uh, 2013-14. Stayed there until the 2018-19 season, which then he was with the Thunder for two years. Then he was. In 2021, well, 2021, he was with the Lakers. Last year, he was on the Celtics and got traded to the Rockets halfway through the year. And now he's currently on the Lakers again. So, what was it? Thunder, Hawks, Lakers? Hawks, Thunder, Lakers for a year. Split time between the Celtics and Rockets last year. And now he's back with the Lakers. Nice. Cheese. Nice. Cheese. Back with the Lakers. Come on, gents. I'm going to say the name. You guys are going to be so mad. Oh, man. Keep thinking of he's not he's not a classic journeyman like journeyman in terms of like what I read off but like you're gonna think about it and be like no way so Hawks Thunder Mm -hmm. Lakers Thunder Hawks Thunder Lakers then what last year he was with the Celtics and then at the trade deadline he got moved to the Rockets I feel like Celtics Rockets. Oh, jeez. Dude, I don't know. No. Hawks. Boys, he's like a 2K16 legend, I feel like. 2K16 legend? 2K16 legend. He's got, okay, and another another hit. When you say 2K16. His hairdos have always been, like, intriguing. 
Okay. And it's not Gerald Green. Is this Lonnie Walker? Come like on, bro. I didn't even some... say Spurs. I didn't even say Spurs. Oh, yeah. Jeez, oh, uh, Lonnie Walker's always got some, yeah. some freaking... And it's not Alfred Payton. Uh, that's another one. Who's got some hair, dudes? He's, he's always got, like, the, you know, little hair, different color variation. That's the last I'm thinking, thing I'm, I'm thinking of a guard. Dude, I'm... Oh, I'm I know it. I Go know ahead. It. I'm the lost. hair, the 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 patch, the patch on the hair, bro. Thank That's you. what I just thought. Thank of. you, Dennis Money Schroeder. I don't know about money. Thank Dennis Schroeder. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking yeah. of. Ish Smith the whole time, and I was like, I know that's not right, and I was confusing him with Dennis Schroeder's face. How did I? How did that take so me so long? Thunder Hawks, man. Those are like the only two. Right? I don't even remember him on the Rockets or. I mean, I do obviously Lakers, but yeah, Thunder Hawks, man. Wow, no, yeah. that's impressive. Ish Smith played for like I would have listed off like fifteen teams if it was Ish Smith. No, I knew it wasn't Ish Smith, but I was like picturing his face, and I was like, oh, I feel like it's that, and then that was actually Dennis Schroeder's face. <laughs> oh boys, all right. Um, this next guy, uh, some might say I did it for the memes, but um, oh, I dug deep for this one. Oh gosh, um, shy was just to get the you know the brain, brain juice <laughs> get the one. <laughs> All right, so we uh, I'll just run through it fast with no years, and then um, see if Christian catches on quick because I have a feeling yeah. this is either going to be a just instant or you might get stumped. But anyway, so. Uh, started off with the Phoenix Suns. He was there for four years. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he was drafted by this team. Um, he was then traded to the New Orleans Hornets, where he played one year. He was then traded to the Trailblazers, where he played two years. Um, traded to the Knicks, he played there one year. Traded to the Bulls, where he played three years. After the Bulls, he was traded to the Bucks for a year. Traded to the Wizards for a year, traded to the Magic for a year, and traded to the Cavs, and is currently on the Cavs. I'm not following. What? (laughs) This is a guy who you hear his name, you're like, oh, yeah. But then when you actually think about him, you're like, dude, I don't know where this guy has played. I actually do know who it is. Of course you do. Of course you do. do. Of Of course you do. do. And there's no chance I'm going to come up with an answer. Oh, you want me to, pick, Luke? Just, and, just sorry to make sure. I'll, I'll give the years. I'll give the years. Just, just to give Caleb some, some assistance here. So, drafted by the Phoenix Suns, uh, 2008. He was there until oh, 2012. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> he goes, oh yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, traded to the Hornets, 2012 through 2013. Um, traded to the Trailblazers, 2013 to 2015. He was then traded to the Knicks 2015-16, traded to the Bulls 2016-2019. Um, one year stint with the Bucks after that, one year stint with the Wizards, one year stint with the Magic, and wow. is now on the Cavs. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Just for the memes. It's like the darkest them. age of Bulls teams, too. Like, Yeah, well, he fits yeah, in. Once you figure it out, he fits right into that that uh, dark age. All right, can I give? I'll, I'll give Caleb a hint. All right, it was yeah, it was Archie's big man. All right. Hey, <laughs> you're gonna be mad. I'm thinking of, you will be mad. Archie's big man. I can only think of Chris Jenkins because of the shot. No, like in the NBA. 
Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking well, of Villanova. Who's Archie? Wait, what? You're talking about Diagno. Yeah, Ryan Ur- oh. Archie or Chianando or yeah. yeah. Oh, on the Bulls, his big yeah. man on the Bulls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Big man on the Bulls, bro. Like, come on, man. Lori Markinen. No. <laughs> okay. It was not Cristiano Felicio. It was not. It was not Felicio. <laughs> yeah. Either. I, I don't think Felicio has been in the league for this long. I, I'm gonna. I'll I, give you the biggest hint. The biggest hint. This, this he has a. Help. Oh, I will. He has a brother who it starts should. on another NBA team, and Christian may or may not be wearing his uh, team. <laughs> I was on. never gonna that, get that was... this. I was never gonna get this. I don't even know if it's Costas or if it's the other one. Oh, no, it's not. no, it's not. No, it's not. No, bro, no. He, he's wearing an Ostacomo jersey. No, no, no. They're saying the, the like his the brother's team. on my team. His brother's yes. on my team, dude. Uh, just tell me who it is. This is embarrassing. It's Robin Lopez, bro. Yeah, I'm Robin not getting Lopez. that. I don't think of Robin Lopez. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't get it. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve my my thoughts. I'm glad that was oh, a He's, he's got the best skyhook since Kareem, bro. No, we <laughs> put some respect on Robin Lizard's little jump hook. Dude, every he's time I that for see him now, like 20 minutes I actually still don't remember him in a Bulls uniform. I still don't. <laughs> That's how bad he must have been. Yeah, he. Uh, whenever I see him nowadays, it's just him making a weird face on the bench or beating up a mascot. He does not. I didn't bring up his stats, but he doesn't do anything. Robin, so. no, I actually am curious of why he still has a roster spot because it's not like he has like any no, offense. He's a practice player, man. Right? He's a practice player. Yeah. Good defender. And I guess so. It's the charisma so. factor. It's like these are getting a tree on the court, I guess. Oh my gosh! And it's Brooke Lopez. They look nothing alike. Yeah, but he's got a brother. Lopez, Lopez, Lopez twins, Brolos. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I may have to go for years on this one, but I do need to preface that he was on his final team. He was on that roster last year, and he is no longer on a roster. So Great. I have, I have dug it. I would say deep for this one, but I think you guys might be able to get it. So. Uh, drafted uh, by the Boston Celtics. Uh, he was there for one year, and then he went to Phoenix for four years. He spent a lot of time in Atlanta after that. 2K legend. Unbelievable. That's so freaking stupid. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not. Keep going. Uh, okay. I've, I got nothing. I got nothing. After Atlanta, he went to Brooklyn. Uh, then he was in Miami. Then he spent a year in Utah, two years in Utah. Then he spent a year in Houston. And then he spent three years out of the league and appeared in one game last season for the Boston Celtics. Nice. <laughs> oh. Oh, Christian, you, you got minute. it still? Or? Wait a minute. Run the teams back? Uh, Real quick. Boston, Phoenix, yep. Atlanta, Brooklyn, Miami, Utah, Houston, Boston. I will change my answer. Interesting. Mentally, mentally wow. I, I thought it was a different guy, but he played longer with the Rockets. Interesting. Very, very mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, so you got a guy, um, Christian? Yeah, and you know what? I, I think you'll be mad if uh, you don't get this guy. <laughs> okay. 2K legend. You know him. You know him. Uh, he, last, he last appeared with the Celtics, correct? Yes. Uh, originally mm-hmm. drafted by the Celtics in 2001. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that should be a dead giveaway, bro. Celtics? That should be a dead giveaway. Last year, if he played, he was like 40. Okay. Jeez. What? Okay. Could, could you say the years with the teams again? Yes. Uh, spent 2001 with the Celtics, 2001 to 2005 with the Suns, 2005 to 2012 with the Hawks, 2012 to 2015 with the Brooklyn Nets, 2016, sorry. Uh, then spent 2015, 2016 with Miami, a year with Utah, after, two years with Utah after that, 2017, 2018, he was on the Rackets. And then 2021, 2022, he played in one game for the Boston Celtics. Oh, geez. And I know this guy, 2K you legend. You absolutely know this guy. I believe he has over 20,000 career points. Okay, oh, yeah. Wow. Take the 2K legend thing out because I was thinking of a different guy when I said that. Okay, okay. He's what, still what probably good is, in 2K. What team is he like most known for? Why? Hawks. I, I, Hawks, I would say Atlanta, sure. yeah. I mean, I keep thinking Horford, but it's not Horford. He's Think of who he played sport. with. Think one of the wings he played with. All right, let's wings, just give him the, the answer. I, dude, I'm – jeez, I was thinking I don't big man the whole time. Um, I can't believe you got man. this so quick, Christian. That's so um, – It's such a perfect one for this game, too, because he plays for one year with the if, team he drafted for, he drafted, mm, was drafted by. Man. I am, I am like, I'm thinking of like, it's not. Oh, you're gonna be pissed. I'm you're gonna so be mad. pissed. I know I am. You're gonna be so I mad. Some, I need to freshen up, man. I'm rusty. Oh, jeez. I mean, I, I wouldn't it. be that mad. No, I won't. Say I it. think you will be. Okay. Yeah, Christian, just, just go for it. <laughs> go ahead. It's our boy, Iso Joe Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Hawks, Nets. Yeah, that tracks. The okay. tracks. I looked this Dude, I up. I initially thought it was Gerald Green. I did, but that's that like, Utah. I didn't remember, tracks. and he didn't stay a long enough time in the Rockets. But yeah. the career path followed, like the Suns and whatever. Yeah, I looked him up, and I was like, hmm, I wonder when he was last on a team. And then it was like, oh, he appeared in a game last year for the. Yeah, Celtics. I don't remember that. I was trying to think like what old head just randomly suited up for the Celtics. So but... okay, you know the best part about this is those three years he was out of the league before the Celtics was he was playing in the Big Three. Yeah. So then, like, yeah. I I saw like oh like. He's with the Celtics, so he got like a bucket, and then it was on like a ten day, and they didn't bring him back, and that was the last we really saw in the NBA of Joe Johnson. Yeah, still cooks in big three three, though. Oh yeah, he's Mm -hmm. he's goaded Mm -hmm. in big three. Jeez, yeah, the the game's from (laughs) fifty, and he averages like twenty seven. I think that is the Uh, oldest uh, player we're ever gonna get for this. Not gonna lie. Yeah, two thousand one. Jeez, I was born in two thousand (laughs) one. Oh my goodness. And the NBA has one been alive. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we got the finale of well for this episode. This guy, uh, not as old as 2001, but he was drafted in uh, the 2010-11 season. And I'm going to go slow. In 2010-11, he was with the Rockets. You guys know him. You, you do. Um, he was with the Rockets and then got traded to the Grizzlies. Then in 2011-12, he was with the Warriors and got traded to the Magic. From then, in 2012-13, he stayed with the Magic and got traded to the Bucks. The next season, he was with the Suns in 2013-14. Oh, jeez. Here we go with the Jackman. <laughs> in 2014- He's been on a new team every year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. It gets better. In 2014-15, 
He was with the Thunder and got traded to the Sixers. In 2015-16, he was with the Pelicans and they got traded to the Sixers again. And the next season, he signed with the Pistons and was with them until 2019. In 2019-20 and 2020-21, he was with the Wizards. Then last season, uh, well, he started off with Charlotte, but then went back to the Wizards. And this season, he's currently playing with the Nuggets. Was he on a team besides the Pistons for more than two years? How is he still in the league? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at these stats. It's actually kind of crazy that he's still in the league. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm assuming Luke Mbamute. He actually... No, actually, so he's with the Pistons for three full years. Wizards, two and a half. So he did play with the Wizards. Well, another team. Oh, such a long tenure. Two and a half years with the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Actually, wow, this NBA reference is speaking volumes. It goes three seasons with the Pistons, three with the Wizards, two with the Sixers, two with the Magic, and the rest are all one season. So uh, considering this guy was drafted back in 2010, that's why I'm shocked. This might be a little difficult. Okay. Uh, okay. Me too. Hold on. What team is he currently on? Nuggets. He plays the Nuggets. On the show. On this show, when we talk about a textbook journeyman, is this the guy who comes to mind? Is this the guy? You tell me, man. I think I, I think I know it. I go ahead because I don't know who you're thinking. Okay. I think I know. You don't have a guess. Well, when you when you say textbook, you know the guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I do. I always do, man. I always know the guy. You've seen him play. You see, (laughs) you have anyone that comes to mind when you hear this long? I'm thinking one of the Morris twins, but uh, we already did good guess. Don't think good guess. If you want to talk about memes and journeymen combined, I think this is about as good as it gets. And we've been talking about this guy. We we we. He's like the guy. Like oh, journeyman. He's like this guy. Yeah, they, when you say that, I think of like JaVale McGee, and that's not him. May okay. I ask, is he is he yeah, like a guard? Team. Is he a guard? He perhaps might be a guard. Just okay, guess. Yeah, I got it. Just guess. I got it. It's it, it's it's Smith. It's, no it way! Is. It's actually Ish Smith. After it's Ish Smith. <laughs> no way! Oh my oh, god! Why did I even think of that? What is? <laughs> I Bro. think. Look at these career numbers. He averages oh 19 minutes goodness. a night, 43% from the field, 32 from three. How was he still in the league as a point guard? First career, he averages Dude. seven points. His best season uh, was like 11. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was it was 12. It was 12 points with the Sixers in 2015-ish. Freaking Smith, bro. Has he ever not? Has he ever been in the top seven on a team's rotation? Ever, I would I be don't shocked. Think so I, I would be genuinely shocked. Ish Smith, that's Ish so Smith. dumb. That he was bound to, he was bound to be chosen one of these times. Oh my god! Uh, I was just thinking, uh, I was like, wait a second, like these no-name teams and this no-name guy. There's only one guy who fills the spot, bro. <laughs> the, the classic journeyman, the example for all other NBA journeymen. Ish Smith, what a guy! Staple of this game, man. Yeah, that's getting to the bag, no matter where. He's Not an icon. Smith. My goodness. Uh, all right. Let, let's do a little better or worse to close this out. Um, I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts. So 
Uh, we'll go. We'll go Rondo first. Rajon Rondo, better or worse, uh, all time. Um, I was kind of struggling to uh, gauge where you guys might be at with this one, so uh, I'm gonna go with another great Celtic to kick off debate. But Rajon Rondo, better or worse, all time than Danny Ainge. I I have the short answer. Okay, I have a backup if you guys are going to go. Like, uh, it, it is... Rondo, right I think Danny Ainge is better as a front office dude than player. Um, okay. Especially comparison to Rajon Rondo. Um, and yeah, when I think of, like, prime Celtic days. I, I actually be really curious where you guys rank him all time. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Rondo. I, I just think he can provide so much when he's actually playing, you know, and playoff Rondo is yeah. definitely a thing. I, I never heard about playoff Ainge. We don't have to spend a lot of time on Ainge. I was just trying to see where you guys were going to go. It's a good one. Uh, I mean, the other guy I have back. is Dennis Johnson. I think you can make more of an argument for him, but I, I think I'd have to okay. go Rondo for both of them, to be quite honest. That's fair. You. I'd have to check the numbers, man, because given the era, Dennis Johnson was like a 6'4", minimum maybe 6'5", point guard, and I actually averaged better numbers than people. It's not like Rondo was an elite scorer, man. Like, I actually no, think no. Dennis Johnson played like 20 years earlier, and he actually might have around the same percentages, if not better than Rondo. So that's why I'll have to give him the nod uh, for now. I, I really... I bring up Rondo, but he's so hard to rank because of how inconsistent he was. Like, you think about it, like, he was good with the Celtics. He kind of fell off for a bit. He was good with the Pelicans with Boogie and AD when they were healthy. He was actually pretty good with the Bulls that one year until he got hurt. I don't know, man. He's just got a weird career. But yeah, I'll take the consistency of Dennis Johnson. I think Rondo is one of those guys that kind of impacts the game further than the stat sheet. I mean, besides like Agreed. assists and steals, I mean, that's why I think it's kind of hard to rank him. But right, I don't know Rondo. I mean, especially those Celtics days, he was like he was like the house one of the household names along with you know that stacked team. So I'd probably have to go go Rondo. I would probably go DJ um, because if we're if we're talking about the Celtics days. Um, Look, Rondo was the fourth option on that team, and DJ was probably number two was three. or three. Two or, two or three, yeah. Mikhail, you know, maybe. Um, but, uh, look, Rondo's career average is 9.8 points per game. Like, I think that Rondo, he gets – That was gets probably a, his least, though. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of when you think of Rondo, you think of, like, <laughs> playmaking. Defensively, he was a pest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really no, think I'm not disagreeing as much, you know? That's crazy to hear. I just that's all. I, I know it's, it's all it's bookmark crazy, that sentence and come back to it. I'm just saying, bro, he was usually like friends. everything else, and, and not just in the way of like Draymond Green just running around out there dumping it off. Like he had the ball in his hands doing things. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore it, man. I'm not taking just the bait. I'm not taking the bait. I already took the bait once today. I'm not taking it again. Um, yeah, this one's close. I didn't really know, you know, Rondo. I don't know. Who do you guys got? I guess would be my. Let's see if we can find a better gauge through other people that you guys prepare. See, uh, fair take. I'll uh, I'll start with the uh, better or worse than. Again, I gotta find guys that inconsistent career, right? Darren Williams. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I found it. I was like, this might be a great debate. Because at his peak, Darren Williams was as good as like Chris Paul at the time when he was with the Jazz. And he just hit literally the biggest cliff probably I've ever seen. And like, it wasn't because he was old or injury or anything. He just got bad. Didn't D. Will get a ring with the Cavs? In 60. Yeah. Yep. yeah <laughs> That's just so lucky. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Shout out LeBron. Um, I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I, I think my immediate reaction, I, I just think, I just like D will. That's, that's my immediate, mm, yeah. immediate reaction. Just all, all around, I think. I mean, you could definitely give the edge to like passing and stuff to Rondo if you really want to, but I think D will was just. You know, as for a complete player, he might not have been as good defensively, but scoring wise, most definitely just out of the water better. But yeah, I, I think I'd have to go D Will. I don't really think that's it's too crazy of a of a take. But yeah. Uh my gut reaction was the same, and I think the numbers back it up. This is a really D Will, I haven't thought about this guy in forever. But Rondo's <laughs> uh peak career points per game was thirteen point seven. He did that twice. Uh, and then never averaged more than 12 assists. He averaged 11.7 twice. But he was consistently around averaging a double-double. Uh, D. Will was relatively the same in the assist column um, with scoring almost seven more points per game. Uh, never until the end, uh, always averaged more than the 13.7, was over 20 multiple times for a season uh, while still maintaining double-digit assists per game or like a 9.7 in 2011 something like really close to it um so i i think it's d will but this is you know we talk about like accolades uh i mean rondo does have another ring but it's a bubble ring so it doesn't count so and d will's wow. ring shouldn't count either wow no i no, you're really wrong on the old d will thing but in terms of uh a prime you know apex of their career Definitely Darren Williams. Like, personally, I'd rather have him at his best ability on my team than Rondo. If we were going to go with, like, the career route, uh, I know a lot of people are going to probably give the nod to Rondo, especially just recency bias. Uh, But I'm with you guys. I'm not really going to push back here. I actually am more a fan of Darren Williams than Rajon Rondo. No, I think he was underrated for a long time, and then like Absolutely. randomly Still is, I think. started like validating that underrating by falling off a cliff in the last four years of his career. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think he had the potential to be an all-time great, and just really fizzled out really quickly. <laughs> That's yeah. agreed. Fair take, yeah. But um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one, Luke. Who who do you got? Um, I got two guys. One of them I think is – I think you could make the case, but I think it will be pretty easy. So I'll start off with this guy. Um, Rondo, better or worse all-time than Penny Hardaway? I'm going Penny. Okay. All right. Good. I'm going Penny. Good. Yeah, I just bro, – bro, he could have really in his prime ran his own team. And Rondo uh, could. He just wasn't going to be a contender with it, like – you get Penny a, a decent second option. They can go places. I mean, Rondo, I don't think Rondo ever even sniffed an MVP, like, mention, not even discussion, just yeah, a mention. Very true. Yeah, and well. uh, Penny yeah. most definitely did, um, especially after Shaq left. I mean, there was debate over whose team it was, 
uh, when Shaq was there and Shaq was arguably like that was almost his peak, right? Those last couple of years and, you know, before he, you could argue his peak was in LA too, but um, you know, Shaq was really good. And we were debating about, well, not us, we weren't alive, but there was debate over whose team was. So uh, yeah, 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 I'm going Penny. Yeah. I think that one, that one is pretty easy. I think when you, when you look at like the tiers of like point guards, like obviously, you know, Rondo's here and Penny is at least a full tier ahead of him. But second hmm. guy, you could argue the same thing here. The stats would be interesting. Scoring obviously is, you know, you can't, unless you're looking at like Scott Skiles, like maybe he's not a good scorer, but <laughs> um, better or worse all time than Baron Davis. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna go with Baron Davis. Part of it might be because I really liked him, especially in the Warriors years. That's a very good one, though, because he again is another guy similar to Darren Williams, and where he he fell off rather quickly, like it was a kind of unanticipated drop off. Um. I would probably just for his dynamic ability, man. That's really about it. I think like Rondo was a better like facilitator in terms of like gathering assists and whatnot, but like Baron Davis could play make and his scoring was a lot more lethal. Yeah. I would have, I just, yeah, I will co sign that. I mean, uh, Baron Davis' career average of seven assists. Um, so not quite the facilitator, but then a career average of 16 points. And I know like pulling career numbers and stuff, but kind of a similar discussion to D will where it's like, he was pretty good a facilitator, maybe just a little bit worse. Um, and then brought more offensively, you know, you had to guard him when he stood on the three point line, which you don't have to do for Rajon Rondo, except for like one random night. But yeah, that's another good one. That's a good poll. Yeah. I, I think you could, you could almost make the argument that similar to the penny, like Baron's kind of on that, you know, tier ahead. I think it, I don't know about a full tier ahead, but I think it's know. a half tier, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I just looked up like a, a a list like top fifty point guards all time. They got Rondo at forty four, and they got Baron Davis at forty two. So a lot closer than I kind oh, of initially wow. expected. But yeah, I'd be interested to hear the rest of that list because I I Me was too. about to ask. I was going to say like you know where is Rondo top twenty five, top thirty, top fifty. Uh, I probably would have said right around thirty thirty five. I'm not going to flush out my whole list, but what do you guys think? I think that's fair. I uh, maybe it is for like, honestly. You know, maybe if you would, there, there, I yeah, feel like there's probably I mean, some old head names ahead of them that I probably yeah. They, they got like uh-huh. they got a bunch of names on here. Like I I don't know. I mean, you could maybe make the case for top thirty, but there's also a lot of old heads. I mean, granted, I don't know how good this list is. They got D Rose at thirty nine, so I'm just kind of taking this uh, just. A, just I mean, a at his name. peak though, he won an MVP. Rondo was like we said, never yeah. even sniffed that discussion. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think when it comes to the segment, like better or worse segment, though, I, I feel like we're all kind of good at it now, but we kind of look at it from an all time perspective and then, you know, like a, a 1v1 or like who would you rather have type of perspective. So that all kind of factors in. I don't really know what this list is here. I was just kind of looking for names, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would say, I don't know, probably that's a good name. Baron Davis was definitely the best name. I will definitely yeah. say that. Yeah, um, for sure. But all right, well, let's pivot to uh boogie cousins this one was very very interesting because um at his peak i think he's he's up there you know when you talk about centers um but also 
fell off, you know? Yeah. So I'll go first. I've got two names prepared, but I'll, I'll lead with this. Um, I, I'll lead with this and I feel like I know what you guys are going to do. So, but better or worse all time than DeMarcus Cousins, Ben Wallace. Ooh. You would. You would pull the, <laughs> the ultimate defender with atrocious offensive numbers. But then you look at Boogie, who's made out of Play-Doh, and he can't play defense at times, especially later in his career. Um, I, I'm going to go with DeMarcus Cousins because I think at a point with the Kings, like, he was at a like he was actually legitimately the best center at a certain point. Maybe like he was only a year or so. Ben Wallace, especially in that era, could never make that claim. And I, I don't even like if Ben Wallace got twenty points in a game, I, I'd be shocked. Like that it was just uh, that's just not something we could do. Um, and especially conducive to like the era that Boogie plays in uh, offense. Obviously, means a bit more back than did in the two thousands. I'll give it to Cousins, but, but like it, it's a very good argument because I, I know Ben Wallace has got the accolades and he's got the ring and he was definitely a major part of it. Um, I, I'm curious to hear Luke's thoughts. I, I think this yeah. is actually a very good one. Yeah, no, this is a really good one. I, I, regarding points at least, I think you, you know, if prize picks was around back in the day, I think I'd go, you know, taking the under every single time. <laughs> well, well, not only every. the under points, but if there was like a, a points versus blocks, like I think I'd rather take my, ch- I think I'd rather him have 20 blocks than 20 points like that. that yeah. I, I'm taking his blocks over every time, but yeah, you know, I, I think I'm going to go to Marcus. I mean, he, he's kind of been plagued with injuries like with it throughout his career, but like kind of similar to AD. Obviously, I don't think he's quite as elite, but I think DeMarcus Cousins, when healthy, he was always one of those top guys, like on Kings especially, even on the Pelicans too. Like he was – it wasn't just AD running the show down there. So I'd probably have to lean uh, DeMarcus Cousins as well. But, Man. you know, I think it all depends on what you value. Cause <laughs> ben, ben Wall- yeah. Wallace, if you want a, a hard-headed, you know, set guy down in the paint, I mean, that's about as good as it gets. Like, he's he's not letting any any layup or anything go unfazed, so. I think, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I think you guys are crazy. Uh, if we're having a, a one-on-one discussion or, you know, the, the pickup game discussion, yeah, I think I lean Cousins. I think it's close, but Ben Wallace beat Kobe and Shaq, guys. I mean, this is like. Come on, bro. He don't be like he beat Kobe and Shaq. Don't say no, that. No, I'm don't not saying say he didn't. Have, I'm not saying he didn't have help, but I think he's probably one of the top five most impactful defenders of all time. Um, and I see the argument. I mean, Boogie's numbers—he's averaging over 25 points a game at some points in his time, you know, his career. Um, but uh, in terms of accomplishments, and uh, I think uh, accomplishments and accolades are basically the same word. Uh, I, I would probably go Ben Wallace. Um, for playing a game tomorrow night in today's NBA, absolutely, Demarcus Cousins. Uh, my all-time final... ranking, I will put Ben Wallace first. Though. I know you will, but my final just just point. I just want to preface to the audience: first, whatever he's about to say, this is the guy that didn't have Dennis Rodman in his top seventy-five players of all time. And okay. it's also the guy who said Marcus Smart was better than Zach Levine. But um, in terms of <laughs> what, when did what I say that? Say, we did it better or worse, and you know I'll take Marcus Spart. And I was like, Nah, that's probably my Levine okay. beef. I'll own up to it. It, it might have been, beef. but yeah, I, I don't. Luke's a witness, and so it's called yeah, my buddies. I witnessed, but I witnessed that. Um, it, listen, 
<laughs> you give the Marcus Cousins instead of the Kings, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, and Tayshawn Prince. That team probably is a contender for their era and probably gets a couple rings. And I'm saying also for another huge point, if you're a team and your number one option, like best player on your team in their peak is DeMarcus Cousins, you're in way better shape than if your best player is Ben Wallace. Because he was never the best player in the Pistons. It was always arguably Chauncey or Rip Hamilton. And then you loved what Ben Wallace provided. But if you're going into the season like, yeah, Ben Wallace is like our our jersey seller, like our front run, you're not going very far. You're just not. He, he needed a whole lot fair. of help around him. And DeMarcus Cousins was able to do his thing with the Kings, who are the black hole of the NBA until oh. this season. Yeah. Really, that's fair. I mean, maybe I didn't. I maybe I was a little strong by saying you guys are crazy. Context is everything. This is close. It it is very close. I'm still leaning Wallace, but um, I know. Yeah. Defense, defense. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 crazy what happens. It's almost like you win championships when you play good defense, but you know. Back, yeah, back then, absolutely. Uh, you know, back last year with Timmy D and all that. Yeah. You know, last year the two were the two best uh, defensive rated teams. You want to take a guess? It probably was conducive to the time the Warriors and the Celtics. Oh, he but did conducive to the like, times. <laughs> when we're talking about best <laughs> defensive players, you always bring up Rudy Gobert, and you know that team that bounced around. Like if if your best player is a defender, I don't think you're gonna go very far. I do think team defense is valuable. Clearly, like it's important. No, I would argue, but I don't think like I would. I think a defense is a team should be more of a team stat. I, I would. Right, like I the Timberwolves low key have been a little bit better since Gobert like hasn't been like uh, you know. It's, you might be right on Gobert. It's, it's I might very be interesting. I even read out, a but... stat. Yeah, like I read a stat. Shy's got more blocks now. I understand that Shy is played way more games, but it's like when a guard is matching. Eh. It just uh, gears turn a bit, but no, that that is a very good just argument in terms of like Ben Wall's legacy is a lot more probably in terms of accolades and Marcus Cousins. Um, Luke, do you have any players before I I bring it? Did you have another one, Caleb? Actually, I think you said you had two. I did, I did. Uh, it was just in case it wasn't good, um, but I'll let you guys oh, know no, first no, in case in case that you was... guys have the same guy because it's possible you might. So I don't want to steal it. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, I got two guys. I'll just say one of them right now. We can keep the rotation going. But um, let's see here. Uh, better or worse all-time Pau Gasol. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I can't. I, I can't in my right mind. Like, there, you can may argue, like, at their peak, maybe Cousins had, like, a year or two. Right, I can't take the bait as much as I want to, man. I I do love Marcus Cousins, like what he was able to pop the Kings. Like, you dropped 55 with them, that's 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 crazy. Um, but like Paul Gasol was, it's Paul Gasol, man. Like, even his old years, he was still serviceable. If you're Kobe's second option, like, you you got rings, the Marcus Cousins could never get close really to that. Um, yeah, I just have a hard time putting DeMarcus Cousins over Paul Gasol because Paul Gasol is just very good for so long. I mean, oh, yeah. he's one of the best players to come out of Spain ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to piggyback a little bit. I think in my mind it's a little closer than Christian, but uh, I have to go Paul for the longevity reasons. 
That's, you know, because you talk about just ranking somebody all time. This guy was able to do it uh, longer and really well for a long time and very consistent for, I mean, a long time. He's got more championships. He's got more all-stars. He's got more all-NBAs. Uh, he kind of checks all the boxes for what I typically um, look for in these debates. So I, I got to go pile. It, it, real yeah. quick, I feel like Paul Gasol was more balanced. Like if they went in a one-on-one game in their peak, I actually don't know who would win. Uh, like I don't, I don't really see. I would lean Cousins, Cousins getting his one-on-one. way every time. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, but I feel like I, Paul Gasol's got a bag. Like in terms of like post moves and whatnot, he kind of does too. Yeah, you know, he's, I, I, he's bigger than Cousins. Well, he's definitely scoring more than Ben Wallace. Yeah, Ben Wallace is reliant strictly. That's my issue. Yeah, Ben Wallace got an open shot on Demarcus Cousins. I don't know if he's making it. Like I, I know Paul Gasol would. Yeah, I, I think it all just boils down to like you guys are saying. Just for one, accolades. I mean, Boogie really hasn't, you know, earned much. But I mean, I, I think it really boils down to just consistency over a long period of time. I mean, I, I really can't remember Pau Gasol, you know, being out with a torn ACL or, you know, crazy stuff like that. He's always just kind of been there. And when he does play, he's always good. So, I mean, the the 1v1, you know, debate, if they're both at their peak, I, I think I, I think I'd give it to Cousins just because he was he could do it all. But I think it would be close. I'm not saying it would be just blowout, but yeah, uh, that was my. Okay. That was a good one. Guy. Okay, that was a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, really good name. Um, better or worse than uh Mark Gasol? No, I'm kidding. That's, that's <laughs> a um, I I got a, a Blake Griffin. Better or worse? It would be a good interesting Blake Griffin. Yeah. Blake Griffin. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Me and I have had the peak of DeMarcus Cousins for like a year, but I definitely think he's had some like very good peak years where like DeMarcus Cousins only has a couple. I think Blake Griffin gets a little bit like forgotten about. I think he's a little overrated, but he also gets like maybe he's underrated in my mind because I just feel like I picture him as this like, you know, lob city, like incredible Mm -hmm. jumper. And that's what I remember him as. But you look at his numbers and he was close to, you know, he was over 20 points a game for like the majority of his career until he got yeah. to Detroit. It's like, this guy was a little bit more than just jump. I up. think he was overrated in Detroit, but underrated with the Clippers. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like when he, when yeah. he was with the Clippers, he was <laughs> so good the whole time. Then he left and was like, Oh, it's Blake Griffin. And then he really wasn't that good with the Pistons, but then it was still like, it's Blake Griffin. Like, they really thought Drummond and Blake Griffin were like going to be the key success in Detroit. They get wiped in the playoffs. Imagine, for like oh, years. Yeah. yeah, imagine. Yeah. Oh, but uh, Luke, what's your what's your stance on this? Um, I I don't know. I want to preface by saying I don't hate Blake Griffin. I just like <laughs> I I really don't. I like him. You don't like him. You don't like. I, him. I, I I do. I do like him. I do. He he's all right. Okay. You know he's okay. he's, he's uh-huh. all right. But um, when I think of Blake Griffin, I think of him with uh, you know, coming out of Oklahoma, dunking over a Kia Soul in the dunk contest. <laughs> oh, and when I think of Demarcus Cousins, I think of a dominant center, and I think that the way Boogie dominated does not compare to Blake Griffin. Yeah, you can give him the edge on athleticism and all that stuff, like you know, defense might could be a little closer. I bet Boogie still got the edge on that, but. I think I'd have to go to Marcus Cousins just just overall. Like Blake Griffin, he I, I'm not gonna say that when he was on the Clippers, he had a great supporting cast. Like Lob City wasn't bad by any means, but like 
Blake Griffin never had to pick up the slack of like he had DeAndre Jordan kind of there to, you know, soften the blow like defensively. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't even know who was on the DeMarcus Cousins Kings teams, if I'm being quite honest with you. So <laughs> I'd have to go with uh, Rondo. Blake Cousins. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, ben I didn't. Macklemore, Nick Stauskas, man. I don't know. Oh, Ben Macklemore, two K legend. I didn't make a pick. Uh, I know I talked about Blake Griffin being underrated, but I still gotta go Boogie for all the same reasons. Um, just sheer dominance. Um, and I think that Griffin needed Chris Paul to succeed. You know, those were his best years. So, and, and <laughs> Chris Paul was a obviously in other guys in Lob City, but yeah, I'll go Boogie for sheer dominance. Okay. Okay. He's getting a lot of love today. When I, when I brought up Demarcus Cousins, I, I didn't know if uh, we we're all gonna. Oh, it seems like you guys oh, I like him I love Demarcus guard. Cousins. Yeah, I, yeah, I've always liked. I him. think. I mean, where do you guys? I mean, in terms of centers all time, top fifteen. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can get him top fifteen. Not like right away. I, I feel like oh. I could. Ten. I feel like there's like five or six centers in the nineties alone. I can kind of. Oh yeah, but outside him. of that, when you start to get out of it. You start to run out of names. Oh, there's still Jokic and Embiid, right? I mean, I think top 15 might be a stretch. I, I think for I sure, like top, top 25 30, is better. Top, top yeah, 30, 30 for sure. I, I think you can make that argument, but top 15, I, I think man, I could get him in my top some, 20. Yeah, yeah. There's without so you know guys, man. Remove with removing some you know old you know like George Meek. I mean, actually, Meek and his like his legacy is actually insane. But some of those other names that. <laughs> Um, I mean, too, you look at the guy, he was like 15 all-stars and all this crap, but, um, Joel yeah, removing, removing, right removing some of those names. Yeah, I would, I could get in my top 20, but, uh, the other guy I had, you guys didn't name him was Dikembe Mutombo. I was gonna, I was gonna say him. It's my, well, I, I haven't a second guy now, but I was thinking about him earlier. Kimbe Matumbo. No, no, no. <laughs> what is the? Wow. Well, I I think right off rip, I I'm 100 sure that the scoring is also not there. With exactly, I I, I feel like Dikembe and Ben Wallace are pretty similar. It kind of brings me to that, that point of like, yeah, I feel like if Dikembe is your number one option, like, like you're not mad Dikembe is on your team, but like if that's your best player. Kind of, he kind of was like my view of like Rudy Gobert. Like I just, I don't like them as much as Cousins, man. I, don't I would say, I would say, I'm assuming Luke, you're gonna go Cousins. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I would say this is like right in the middle of the Ben Wallace discussion. Uh, I would go Wallace Cousins Matumbo, but I do want it to be known that um, Matumbo was a better, you know, scorer than Ben Wallace. I mean, it's half his career was double digit points and that is not the case for, for Ben Wallace. So, um, still like a clear defensive, like masterpiece, right? Like, you know, averaging four and a half blocks a game at one point in his career. So, which is just insane to think about. I I think Ben Wallace had it tough because he was undersized, like for his position at that era, like a six foot nine center in 2000, like you usually expected your center to be seven foot. You feel it was like 
Todd McLock or Greg Ostertag, like somebody yeah. really random. Like they were always like a seven footer was your center. And Just so body. it's the shack. It was yeah. the shack. Uh, right. The shack right. Like the Kimbe. So good, man. I mean, well, the Kimbe, he had the size too, right? He was what? Yeah. yeah he, he could get his dunks just because he was like seven, two, seven, three. I think Ben Watson had that luxury. So it's like, well, it, yeah, the Kimbe was a better scoring numbers but do we really think he's a better scorer than ben wallace or is it more of just like they were both just purely i'm gonna get the rebound and just swat everybody i see i don't I mean, think the is a the rookie game, like, the Kimbe is a rookie average 16 points a game and ben wallace is a rookie averaged one. Wow. wow see that's that's news to me i actually never would have thought to come yeah I, I did not think season. he even had double digit i think i was looking at his right time thing oh until like that's crazy all time, he's like 9.8, but for the first, until he was 35, he was only below double digits once. Interesting. And then the last couple of years of his career, he was like playing with AI. He apparently he played until 2009, which is he played so old, man. News to me. But um, yeah, when he was with Denver and Atlanta, you know, back in the 90s, it was double digits and double double every night, and then almost five blocks at one point. So, um, Maybe a little oh, underrated, yeah. but I, I'd still go Cousins if he's going to get you twenty-seven points. I mean, <laughs> yeah, different sure. style, but different style. But um, anybody else to throw out there before we uh, before we conclude our show? I got nothing. Luke, did you have a second guy? Um, I mean, I, I'll just say it real quick. Um, we don't really have to have a discussion. I just thought it was funny. Because when you think about their both of their primes, uh, like that that kind of like the the range. Because this guy played at the same time. Uh, I was gonna say better or worse than Joakim Noah, but I think I, oh. I, think, I, I think I know where we all But <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I I kind of forgot. I mean, those two they were clashing, you know, back back in the early two thousand or early two thousand tens, I should say. But yeah, I think I oh, I know where we all stand on that, but. Yeah, other than that, no, I'm I'm, all I'm right. not making I'm not taking that bait. <laughs> yeah, no. As much oh, as I'm I so love to. As <laughs> much I had, as I had I a lot of bait. To. That that was some weak bait there, but man, I I, uh, I don't know. I, I do think no like, I didn't think you guys had real, DeMarcus man. Cousins in as high of a regard as I as I thought. I thought I was gonna be like way ahead, but you guys are actually holding him like pretty high up in terms of like all time centers. And yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy, man. Like it, I, I, just, I mean, just I like lately, peak. he gets such he a bad rep. The longevity, right? Like lately, everyone's just like, "Oh, he's washed," you know, you know, cookie dough boy. Like everyone just kind of gets on him. It's like, <laughs> I mean, because well, like he was good for like a five year, like really good for a five year stretch. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's that's it's great names. Um, yeah. Any anything else? Yeah, I mean, I'm no, just ahead. No. Um, Christian and I will be back uh, tomorrow for Wild Card Weekend preview. For you guys, uh, Luke will be back next week for NBA Tuesday. But uh, Luke, thanks again for coming on. It's always fun when you come in and get your perspective. So yes, and uh, and, and uh, calm us down when we're talking about All Star starters. So um, <laughs> hey, bro, if we're not getting loud on here occasionally, exactly. It says in, it says in our description sometimes heated i literally read that <laughs> and i was like we gotta make sure to bring the energy and so when i heard you guys didn't even have i had two different guards not saying my opinion was completely right um i'll admit that now 
Yeah, I want to I'm gonna die on my hills. I'm gonna die uh, on my hills. I respect. And I respect the man who can die. On I can. I can settle I for a Donovan Harden backcourt. I will give Trey Young the sixth man. Kicking Kyrie to the side. Oh, we're done. Man. We're done. Kyrie. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That's all I got to say. Show. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, we will be back tomorrow for Wildcard Weekend Preview and back next week uh, to talk trade deadline stuff and a little more NBA. So, uh, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Peace. Take care.